a virtual reality excursion into space. That's our text to nation. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us from Felix and Paul Studios is the Felix involved there, Felix Lejeunesse. Hi, Felix. Hey, hi. Great to see you. And you have collaborated to create a beautiful cinematic virtual reality experience, I guess is what we'd call this, right? Called Space Explorers the Infinite. Currently on tour, I think, in Northern California. Give us give us the overview here, Felix. So basically, we uh, spent close to three years filming inside and outside of the International Space Station the life of the astronauts um, living up there and working up there. Uh, and we did that with virtual reality cameras that were sent to the International Space Station. And so we would work with the astronauts remotely because they were in space and we were on the ground. And we were conducting all of the filming operations that way. And we did that over many, many, many months. And so we acquired more than 250 hours of cinematic, virtual reality, highly immersive content that was all captured in space, brought it back to Earth. And we created a show based on it, um, Space Explorers the Infinite, that allows people to put on VR headsets and walk inside a life-size reproduction of the International Space Station that is virtual. And as they are walking inside of this virtual ISS, they discover all of the content that we film in space in the real ISS with the astronauts. And so you go from a virtual ISS to a completely realistic one, and you discover um, content that is basically geolocalized. So where it was filmed in the real ISS is where you will find the content in the virtual ISS. And that's how the experience functions. Tell us the, the story behind it. I mean, you've got a great background in creating uh, virtual reality uh, content. Uh, and the, the idea to do this, tell us how that germinated. Mm -hmm. It germinated over a, approximately a decade before it got made, um, because projects like that are complex. Um, and there's a lot of roadblocks why they would not get made. Uh, so basically, you know, we started at Felix and Paul Studios creating VR experiences about 10, 11 years ago. Um, and we started with very simple projects because, you know, we did the first ever cinematic virtual reality film ever made, which was called Strangers with Patrick Watson. And that was in 2013. A very simple experience about the feeling of being present with a musician inside of a room and sharing an experience. And from there, we started to make the projects a little more complex and started to try to articulate more complex narratives. We got to work with uh, Cirque du Soleil on many projects. We got to work with President Clinton. Uh, we got to work with LeBron James, Eminem, and eventually we did two projects with President Obama in the last year of his administration. So the projects just grew up in ambition and complexity over the years um, as we were exploring this new medium. And eventually in 2016, we approached NASA to pitch them on the idea that uh, virtual reality was the right medium to tell the story of human spaceflight. And we wanted to do that. And that was something that we had wanted to do for years since the beginning of the studio. But somehow it felt that we needed to go through the process of doing all these other things to be able to be up for the challenge of doing projects set in the world of space. And um, NASA was excited about it initially because they knew virtual reality. They had been using virtual reality technologies 
for training their astronauts uh, since, you know, the uh, early years of the International Space Station. So they were precursors in a way, just like the U.S. military, by the way, who also integrated VR technology very, very early on in their training processes. And so they were aware of this technology, but they were not aware that VR could be a medium for outreach and for communication and for sharing the experience with the, the public. That part of it, they were not aware of. And, um, and so we began filming with them in VR and uh, working with astronauts and filming with a new generation of young astronauts training for ISS mission. So that was between 2016 and 2018. Um, and we produced a series called Space Explorers, The Journey Begins. And that was, think of it as the first season of the Space Explorers franchise that was all filmed on Earth. And after that, we went back to NASA and said, hey, we want to push things to the next level. For the second season, we want to develop original camera technology meant to be operated on board the International Space Station. And we want to film life in space from up there. So we want to send those cameras on the ISS and we want to build the operational and technological pipelines that would allow us to do this project with the astronauts. And we want to do that over more than two years so that we can get a very good sample of life in space. And um, because of the success of the first seasons that was shot on Earth, um, because of the reception that it had with the audience, but also within NASA, because everybody who worked on the project got to see it, got to understand the medium and, and felt an excitement for it. Um, we went out, find the, found the financing to do it and to support this large scale initiative. And we just forged ahead and we did it. Um, what we added to it as we went forward was the desire to film the first ever spacewalk in cinematic virtual reality. And so we actually had to create two technological um, endeavors, I would say. The first one was developing the entire pipeline technology uh, and infrastructure to be able to film inside of the ISS over a very long period of time. And the other um, aspect of the technological development was doing the same for filming outside, which was a completely different, um, I would say, endeavor. Uh, and so we we did that, uh, worked on the creative and made this production happen. Just terrific. And the way people experience this, um, obviously they're not weightless, which would be too bad. Too bad we can't do that, right? But tell us what the experience is like for people. Step us through. I mean, and the, this has to be done in special venues that uh, that you set this up in, right? So there's two ways that people can access the content. Um, if you own an Oculus Quest 2, uh, you can just go on the Oculus Quest store and look for Space Explorers, the ISS Experience, which is the name of the VR series that we are distributing through Meta um, for free, actually, on their platform. And that is for at-home consumption. Um, and those are linear episodes, uh, and you get to see not all of the content that you would see in what I'm going to talk about right after that, which is the infinite, but you get to see some of it, and um, and you get to see it by just being sitting somewhere and, you know, not walking in the experience, just 
watching it as if you were watching a film, but it's in 3D 360, fully immersive. So that's one way to do it. The other way is to go to Space Explorers The Infinite, which is the name of the traveling exhibition that we have. And that's a 13,000 square foot exhibition that incorporates a 7,000 square foot virtual reality free roaming experience. And so in this case, people would go, they would put on a VR headset, but then they would be able to walk inside of the life-size reproduction of the International Space Station. And so you walk around, you can walk inside and outside of the walls of the ISS, uh, and then you will discover all of the cinematic VR content that was filmed in space, but that will be geo-specific to where it was filmed. And so you're going to go from one item of content to another and to another and discover the story like that, which means that because we have up to 150 people at the same time sharing that experience in the physical space, uh, there is a lot of content to be seen in there. And so no one will really get to see the same content. Uh, and so if you go with your wife, for instance, she might she might go and see certain things and you might go on your own path and see other things, discover other cinematic VR scenes. And when you get to the end, uh, you will talk about what you've experienced and it's not going to be the same, uh, which will make you feel like you were two astronauts on a mission and you shared some experiences, but you also had your own experiences, uh, your own individual experiences. So it's a it's a very non-linear way to tell the story um, and uh, and it's pretty exciting. It sounds absolutely terrific. And this is where today and you're you're on you're in the midst of a tour, right? Right. So it's at the Craneway Pavilion in Richmond, um, San Francisco. Um, and it's going to be there until April, I believe. Um, prior to that, uh, the show was in Seattle. Uh, and prior to that, it was in Houston, actually. And um it's it's been touring for about a year and it's going to continue to tour the u.s and canada for the next four to five years exciting are there things that uh are the most popular i mean do, do people jump in and say hey where's the bathroom or <laughs> what do, what are the most popular things that people want to see on the space station I got to say, everybody uh, reacts to actually stepping out of the space station and experiencing uh, one of two things. Um, there is a section of the experience where you experience a spacewalk. And that was the first time that was ever filmed in virtual reality. We had a camera on the robotic arm of the space station called Canadarm2. And we were moving the virtual reality camera in the vacuum of space to follow the spacewalks of two astronauts. And so you really get to be there with them floating in the vacuum. They're right there working. You look down, there's planet Earth, or sometimes planet Earth can be there as well, depending on how the camera is oriented. Um, but it, it's a pretty mind-blowing thing. So people react in a very visceral way, an emotional way to that part. Uh, but that's outside of the space station. In terms of the content that, that gets the most traction inside of the ISS, um, I would say in general, it's the, it's the fact that in most of these contents, in most of these scenes that we film in space, there is a lot of proximity to the astronauts. 
And you are in cinematic VR. So for those that have never experienced cinematic VR, basically the cameras we use, they capture reality as it is from a fixed point of view. That means that if I'm filming somebody that's four feet away from the camera, uh, it's in stereo at 360, which means that when I watch that in VR, that person looks like it's literally four feet away from the camera. And I could trick my mind into thinking that that person is really there because the scale of the person is one-to-one -one with reality. So basically, the, the technology we use to capture our imagery mimics human perception in, in a very high-fidelity way. And so people react very emotionally to activating uh, a, a content, a scene inside of the infinite and witnessing an astronaut talking to them because they have the impression that the astronaut is literally talking to them eye level with them and they can see their entire body. They can look around if they want and, you know, see the entire space and they feel present in the space with the protagonist, the astronaut. And, and we get a lot of emotional response from audiences um, to what they refer to as a very intimate human connection uh, in space between them and astronauts. Um, and, and, and so we hear that a lot. So it's not specific to a specific content inside of the 60 different scenes that are available. It's more about the emotional response to that sense of hyper-intimacy in outer space, which is something people have never experienced. Yeah, it occurs to me that the, the age of space tourism has begun, but uh, I guess that's for the very few, and and you're bringing this to the many, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's interesting because when we started this process of creating those cameras and sending them to space, that was in early 2018, um, and uh, the concept of space tourism was not as present at the time that it is nowadays. Um, there had been a few private uh, astronauts and, and private people going to uh, the International Space Station, um, but it wasn't as common as it is now. And it was interesting to see the, the release of our project coincide with this rise in popularity of, you know, this idea of billionaires or, or, or multimillionaires <laughs> going to space. Suddenly we had this solution, which is to offer people to go virtually um, and 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 get something very unique, which is on one end, this experience of the overview effect of witnessing planet Earth as a whole and um, and 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 the emotional um, response that comes with that, something almost spiritual for some people, something they've never expected to live. And in virtual reality, we're not recreating it. We filmed it. You know, our camera was there capturing Earth as the astronaut would see it in a full 3D 360 Vista. If you look around, Space Station is right there. If you look down, you're attached to Canadarm2. So you're grounded in the scene the same way that astronauts would be. Um, and so you get that, but you also get, through this virtual reality experience, you also get this this profound feeling of human connection with the other astronauts. You're sharing this experience with the crew. And what's special here is that the astronauts really wanted to participate and really opened the doors of the ISS to us. So they were extremely generous in the, the scenes they accepted to film for this. And the intent for them was really to try to leverage that medium, that camera technology that was there with them and that, that entire project 
as a way to bring back their experience on earth, you know, through a medium that would be immersive. So that would be inclusive. That would make people feel like they're really literally living that experience. And so in a way that the project was, was built that way and you get something that you would not even get if you were a space tourist in a way, because if you were in a space tourist, you would not have necessarily the same access to the astronauts and, and this sense of sharing that mission. Um, and so um, and I'm I think sure that some stuff. of the astronauts uh, get excited that they can share their experience with their family members and friends, maybe their children. Oh, yeah. Like that, that they wouldn't have been able to. They could describe it or show pictures. But this is quite different. You're you're absolutely correct. Uh, and that's a feedback we got from a lot of the crew members that have participated to the project. Um, there's only so much you can bring back with pictures with uh you know uh the written word or this you know if you recorded yourself or if you had a journal or a video journal and whatnot you you bring back little fragments but with virtual reality you actually capture moments of reality that you can then relive after that and give to other people to live you know and sharing moments of reality sharing experiences and so it's um it's been a it's been very emotional for them to re-engage with that content after um, after it was filmed. I understand there's an immersive art component to this too? An immersive art component? Uh, yeah, so uh, the, the show itself is built uh, in several zones. So basically what that means is if you go to the infinite, you're not just stepping into virtual reality right away. Before you do that, there's a progressive onboarding into the experience that is done outside of virtual reality. So you are, in a way, preparing yourself to go to space. And there's beautiful uh, physical installations that have been uh, carefully designed by our partners at Fi Studios. And, and so you go through those different zones and eventually you get to put on your VR headset and go to space. And once you've finished, that experience and the VR part of it is about 35 minutes. You take off your VR headset and you have some more uh, physical and artistic installations that are outside of VR that you get to experience. And as if you were sort of landing back on Earth in a way, uh, gradually, step by step, and then you finish the experience. And so it's um, there's really an arc that we built to give audiences the full emotional spectrum of leaving planet Earth, experiencing your mission to space, and then landing back on Earth at the end. Terrific. So what's next for you guys? What can you tell us? Um, so there, there, well, there are a lot of things that 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 I can talk about sort of broadly. Um, you know, the um, engagement we have in regards to space exploration, I would say is, is getting ever deeper. Um, you know, we realized that, well, first of all, it's a fascinating world to explore through virtual reality. And we realize also that virtual reality can really be a bridge between space and earth. And so far, the only people that got to cross that bridge are the astronauts. And more recently, those uh, space tourists but let's just focus on the astronauts because that's way more inspiring. Um, and uh, we we realized that through virtual reality, we can document the evolution of human space flight through this medium and continue what we did on the International Space Station with the Artemis lunar missions. And so we're currently working uh, with NASA to 
tell the story of humanity's return to the moon in virtual reality. Um, we're hoping to continue to do that up until the point that humans go to Mars. And so we want to make sure that we document those missions so that you can be there with them as those historical moments happen. The vision, the idea, the intent is to make people feel like they're not watching a TV show about humans doing great things, that they are experiencing it firsthand, that they feel physically involved in this and, and vis viscerally uh, involved in this, almost as if they were themselves protagonists of history in the making. And that really is what we're trying to accomplish with this. So we're working on, on, on more shows that point into that storytelling direction. Um, and in order to be able to do that, which is what we do at Felix and Paul Studios, we want to tell ambitious stories, but then we look around and there's no technology that allows us to do that. So we invent our own technologies to be able to support the stories that we are telling. And so we're also doing that in parallel. So it's both a, a creative storytelling, emotionally driven initiative, uh, and a technological endeavor as well. And that's really how the, the studio is built. And we kind of bring that together to be able to make those projects happen. Just beautiful. And uh, I guess in, in many ways, you're uh, changing storytelling, changing filmmaking um, in, in the process here. Yeah, I, I mean, we honestly, we didn't set out to make VR experiences to change film or to change anything. I think film is film. You know, I think film will remain film, um, you know, and, and as a matter of fact, if you look at the last 100 years of cinema, um, it has evolved a little bit, you know, in terms of the techniques, but but not fundamentally, you know, like film is has been filmed for 100 years. The frame rate is pretty much the same. Uh, the type of screens is pretty much the same. Um, the, um, the, the, the nature of the image, which is, you know, a 2D image is contained in a 16 by 9 or 235 to 1 aspect ratio screen is essentially the same. Um, the storytelling language of cinema has not fundamentally transformed. It has cosmetically transformed, you know, aesthetically it has evolved to some extent, but fundamentally, if you look at a D.W. Griffith movie from the 20s and a James Cameron movie today, they are a very linear, you know, continuation one of the other. Um, and so I think film is on its trajectory to remain film. Um, and VR is just something entirely different, you know, that that is not built on the foundations or the tra tradition of cinema. Uh, we do not place VR on the timeline of the evolution of filmmaking. We place VR on its own timeline. And, and that timeline is meant to uh, take us into an era of fully immersive storytelling, fully immersive entertainment. Um, and, and the rules for how you tell a story in VR are just not the same as the rules for how you tell a story in film. Um, you know, in cinema, you rely on identifying the characters in order to be emotionally engaged, right? It's about those people on the other side of the screen doing things and you connect to them emotionally and you evolve through a narrative with them. But you're outside of that world. You know, you're a spectator to that world. And there's a very clear distanciation between you, the viewer, and the experience of the film. 
in virtual reality, all of that changes, you know, and suddenly you are in the story. And so the way we, we film, the way we articulate and pace a narrative, um, the way we think about imagery, the way we integrate protagonists in the story is all designed around making you, the viewer, the main protagonist. So it's not so much about identifying to other people, to other protagonists. It's about making the viewer feel like they are themselves evolving in an experience. And that in and of itself is a very different way to think about storytelling. So um, I again, we do not intend to change film. We intend to evolve VR. A new art form where the audience is a participant, right? Yes, exactly. Just wonderful. For more information about uh, all that you're doing, where's the best place for people to go? So if you go on www.felixandpaul.com, F-E-L-I-X-A-N-D-P-A-U-L.com, which is the name of the uh, original two uh, creative founders of the studio, myself and Paul, um, felixandpaul.com uh, gives a, a vista, a point of view on all of the projects we've produced so far and information about how to access them. Um, there's also a site called explore.space, uh, explore.space. That's very easy to remember. And uh, there's also a lot of information about our space focused productions in there, including how to access information to go and see the infinite um, to track its tour across the U.S. Terrific. Well, congratulations on the accomplishments, the innovations, and uh, and uh, thank you for bringing this all to, to the masses. We appreciate it. Felix Lejeunesse, thank you for spending time with us. Well, thanks for having me. That was a pleasure.